Is the devil a loser? Yeah. Just yeah. He is. Glory be to God. What's good, y'all? Welcome to or back to another episode of Yeah, Pretty Much, a show where I talk about anything, everything, and nothing for about 10 minutes every single Monday. Today, I'm trying to get on the devil's nerves for real, and we're going to be discussing times that the devil lost in the Bible because he's a straight-up loser And he's even more of a loser on a day like today where he's trying to get everybody to do all kinds of goofy, stupid stuff, dressing up as all kinds of random stuff. It's all goofy and it's all stupid and he's a loser. And we're not about to sit up here and act like he's cool. We're not about to sit up here and act like he's winning. He's just a loser. So I'm going to break down some ways and some times in the Bible where he lost. And we're just going to jump straight into it. So in the beginning... It says in Revelations, like this was before Adam and Eve and all this kind of stuff. This was going on in the heavens. It says in Revelations, there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. That's an L. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him. That's another L. By the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you and having great wrath, because he knoweth that he has but a short time. Loser. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And to the woman were given two wings of great of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time and time and times a half, and half a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after a woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth, and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. That's an L. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. That was Revelations 12, 7 through 17. And even though Revelations is the last book in the Bible, I believe after reading it that it gives a detailed description of pretty much how everything happened from start to ultimately finish and so I actually when I was reading that this morning I was like did that describe how the enemy got to the earth and like is the dragon so the dragon represents the devil and then the woman is that like the children of God is that you you know like you have to do more research and study revelations but we're actually going to come back to revelations at the end but we're going to keep it moving. So in Job, so as we all know about Job, he, uh, he went through a lot of stuff in life and it all started between God and the devil because God 
asked. I'll, I'll read it. So it says in Job, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence cometh thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that fear of God and excuseth evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for not? Hast not thou made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thy hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And that's Job 1, 6 through 12, the King James Version. And so in layman terms, um, the devil was like, hey, I've just been walking around. And God was like, well, basically God, the devil was like, I've been walking around looking for somebody to mess with or something. God was like, have you tried Job, like my servant? And the devil was like, well, of course he's going to serve you. You've blessed him with all this stuff. You've done all this stuff for him. But I bet you, if you take all that away from him, then he'll curse you. And God's like, look, here, you got it. Then he was like, you can do whatever. You just can't kill him, right? So the devil's like, bet, right? So we'll keep moving, and we'll go to Job, Job I mean, um, 2, verses 9 and 10. And then said his wife unto him, this is Job's wife, then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? And all this did not Job sin with his lips. That sounds to me like another L that the enemy took. And then we move forward in Job 42, which is at the end. And make sure you guys that you read these books that I'm saying, because I'm just talking about the beginning and how he took took a L. So make sure you read all these Bible verses for yourself so you can see like the whole picture. I'm just today I'm just talking about how he took a L. And how he continues to take a L. But in the end of Job, it says in chapter 42, verses 12 and 13. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning, for he had 14,000 sheep and 6,000 camels and a thousand yoke of oxen and a thousand donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters. So he blessed them with two times or 10 times more than he had before. So what the enemy tried to do was ruin Job's life. He took an L because Job didn't curse God, which is what the the bet, I guess you could say, was. And the devil lost the bet. Job didn't curse God. And then God ended up blessing Job with more than he had in the beginning. So he took an L. I'm telling y'all, the devil a loser. And so it says in Job 42, verse 16, After this lived Job 140 years. And he saw his sons and his son's sons, even four generations. So not only did Job not curse God and die, Job lived 
140 years. Big old L, right? Let's move on to the 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 lamb. I mean, it's easy to call somebody a goat. He is the greatest of all time. But let's go to Jesus, right? So in the book of Matthew, when Jesus was in the wilderness, in Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11, it says, Then was Jesus led up to the led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city and set of him on a pinnacle of the temple and saith unto him, If thou be the son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again the devil taketh him up to an exceeding high mountain and show him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and saith unto him all these things will i give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me then saith jesus unto him get thee hence satan for it is written thou shalt worship the lord thy god and him only shalt thou serve then the devil leaveth him and behold angels came and ministered unto him took three l's and one three L's and one tried to tempt Jesus three times by misconstruing the word, tried to come to Jesus when he was at a moment of hunger. He had fasted for 40 days, 40 nights. He was uh, at the end of a fast. The devil's going to try to come up to him and try to tempt him three times and took three L's and one. Jesus was like, bro, get on up out of here, bro. And he left. Because he's a loser. I'm trying to I'm trying to trying to tell y'all, man. Let's keep going because he he keeps taking L's. So let's talk about Judas in the book of John. So in John 13, 21 through 27, it says, When Jesus had thus said, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you that one of you shall betray me. Then the disciples looked um, one on another, doubting of whom he spake. Now there was a leaning on Jesus' bosom, one of his disciples who's, whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore beckoned to him that he should ask who it should be of whom he spake. He then lying on Jesus' breast saith unto him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, He it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, I can never say that man's name. The son of Simon. And after the sop, guess who comes up? The loser. Satan entered into him. Then said Jesus unto him, that thou doest, do it quickly. And I find that interesting because the devil took an L, right? And Jesus already knew. Jesus already knew what was going to happen. Jesus, before this moment, has said multiple times that he was going to be betrayed, he was going to go to the cross, and he was going to die, and he was going to be risen on the third day. So Jesus already knew the devil was going to take an L, and the devil still took an L. Still! Now, 
Let's keep moving. So in John 18, 19, I mean, 18, verse 1 through 9, it says, When Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the brook Cedron, where there where was a garden into the which he entered and his disciples. And Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place, for Jesus oftentimes resorted thither with his disciples. And Judas then, having received a band of men and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees, cometh thither with lanterns and torches and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth and said unto them, Whom seek ye? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said unto them, I am he. Because Jesus ain't scared. Jesus ain't no loser. Jesus was like, you looking for Jesus? That's me. And Judas also, which betrayed him, stood with them. As soon then as he had said unto them, I am he, they went backward because they're losers too, and fell to the ground. Then asked he them again, whom seek ye? And they said, Jesus is not Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. If therefore ye seek me, let these go their way. And this is a hidden L that I didn't even know about until I read this today. It says that the saying might be fulfilled, which he spake of them, which thou gavest me, have I lost none. So Jesus took another W. Jesus took a W even in that moment, because the saying said that he would never lose anyone that God gave him. So Jesus is like, let them go. Everybody else get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Just take me. I'm Jesus, right? So shout out to Jesus because he doesn't take any else. But moving forward into John 20, verse 11 through 17, we talk, we see the big L that uh, the devil took. So um, they took Jesus, obviously, after that moment that we just read, and he had to go through trial. He ended up getting crucified, um, and he died, right? And then three days later, this is what happens. But Mary stood, this is John 20, 11 through 17, but Mary stood without at the sepulchre weeping and as she wept she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre and see of two angels in white sitting the one at the head and the other at the feet where the body of jesus had lain had lain that means it ain't he wasn't laying there anymore and they say unto her woman why weepest thou she saith unto them because they have taken away my lord and i know not where they have laid him and when she had thus said she turned herself back and saw who Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary. She turned herself and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father. But go unto my brethren, and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father, and to my God and your God. Jesus did not die. Jesus rested for three days. The devil killed, or tried to kill Jesus, and took a big old L, because one... Jesus didn't die because he had no sin in him. 
which proved everything that Jesus had said. So the devil low-key in trying to win ended up taking the L in the fact that he proved Jesus right. And then Jesus dying and being risen from the dead, Jesus died for us. The devil's L ended up being a win for Jesus and us. Because now that Jesus has died for our sins and risen, we can be saved. The Bible says in John 3, 16, that for the Lord so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That so whoever shall believe in him shall not die but have everlasting life. So Jesus dying and raising again in three days was a, a, a L for the devil, a W for Jesus, and a W for us. Satan stay losing loser <laughs> now let's go to the future in the book of revelations it says in revelations 20 and 10 and the devil that that deceiveth them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever so even in the future when it's all said and done, the devil is going to lose. Just like it said in the um, book of Revelations that we read in the beginning, where it was like, um, he knows his time is short. Because when his time is up, he's going to be thrown into the lake of fire and tormented day and night forever and ever. So he, right now, he's tormenting people, but he don't even know he's going to be the one that's being tormented forever and ever. And that's a big old L. He's, taking, he's been taking L's this whole time, and he's going to continue taking L's, and in the very end, that'll be an L as well. But not only these Bible verses and scriptures that I'm reading, but he also takes an L every single day that we as Christians wake up because Jesus said in Luke chapter 10 verses 18 through 20 it says that and he said unto him i beheld satan as a lightning fall from heaven behold i give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven so every day that we as Christians wake up, the devil takes an L because Jesus has given us this power to trample over the heads of serpents and scorpions. So every single day that we wake up, including today, the day that the people think is, is for the enemy and all this kind of evil stuff trying to go on, even today, we have the power to, to overcome all of that kind of stuff by Jesus Christ. The one who took the biggest W over the enemy. We have Jesus on our side. So every single day that we have Jesus on our side, we have the winner. Which means every single day that we wake up is another chance to do what? Get on the devil's nerves and give him another L. But even more than that, every single day, people are getting saved. Because when Jesus left to go to be in heaven. He told all of his disciples to go and make more disciples. 
So that's what us as Christians are supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be going and making disciples. So whether that be on your job, whether that be at church, whether that be on the streets, whether that be whatever, every time that we spread the gospel and we share the love of Jesus Christ, that's giving the enemy another L because the more disciples that are made, the more people are being snatched from the kingdom of darkness. The more people are getting taken off of the devil's team. That happens every single day. That's happening right now. As you're watching this, as I'm saying this, people are leaving the the kingdom of darkness all over the place, all around the world. So he's taking an L every single day. The devil is a loser. And I'm not afraid to say it. I will say it from the top of my lungs. I'll say it on every platform that I have. I'll say it out and about. I'll say it while people are outside trick-or-treating. I'll say it on a speakerphone at a football game. I don't care because the devil is a loser. It's written. It's been shown. We've all seen it. We, you can look outside and see it. You can look at me and see it. The devil has tried to take me out before. I'm, me being here is a, a walking W and a walking L for him. And like my wife, my family, my friends, all of this. God gets the victory no matter what. I was telling Ashley this yesterday. God always wins. God can't lose. Just like when he tried to kill Jesus. It looked like, oh man, he won. No, he didn't. He lost. In that same moment, that quote unquote looked like a W for him, it was actually an L. That was actually God's plan the entire time because God does not lose. The devil does because he's a loser. I, I can say this over and over again, and I will. Just not on this podcast today. But thank you all for watching. Leave in the comments some L's that you've seen the devil take. Um, if you're watching on YouTube. Leave in the comments some L's that you've seen him take in your life. Maybe there's some more in the Bible that I missed. Let's just get on the devil's nerves today. And it goes without saying, do not dress up as anything tonight. Don't go trick-or-treating. Don't let your kids go trick-or-treating. Don't watch no scary movies. Don't let any of that kind of stuff into your house. That goes without saying, but I just still have to say it. Don't 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 participate in today. And it also goes to say, don't do this outside of today either. Because, you know, people do this kind of stuff on days that aren't like this. Stay away from all that. The Bible says to abstain from the very appearance of evil. So don't even do any... Don't, Cut out the crystals, the tarot cards, and the manifestations, and all this kind of stuff. Cut all of that out. Not only today, but every day. And um, double down on the Christian stuff today. So, like, listen to worship music. Pray more. Let's fight against uh, the spirits and the kingdom of darkness today. And let's not allow that kind of stuff into our lives. And until next time, I will see y'all. I love y'all. God bless y'all. Peace. And one more time, the devil is a loser. Peace. <laughs>